podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is brought to you by Progressive. Are you thinking more about how to tighten up your budget these days? Drivers who save by switching to Progressive save over $700 on average, and customers can qualify for an average of six discounts when they sign up. A little off your rate each month goes a long way. Get a quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customers surveyed in 2020. Potential savings will vary. Discounts vary and are not available in all states and situations. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. So, good evening and welcome along to our second podcast of the week. This is becoming a habit doing these two podcasts a week now at this stage. Uh, tonight we're just talking um, football and transfers because, look, let's be honest, this is the last week where we only have to talk about football and transfers because at least we've got matches and stuff to talk about next week and pre-season training and the whole lot. Um, so, we'll be talking about Keita and um, Oxtails and Chambermaids and who else will we talk about? Uh, Van Dyke and um, IDK is ruining it, but Aldo, no, IDK is not ruining it, but Aldo's ruining it. And then also having a look at um, something else. And, and also a big shout out for the Church of Ireland for sponsoring the pod tonight, because, and also Paris Motel and uh, Big Drums. So <clears throat> that's about it. So on with the show. Right, man, good evening. We're in the, pol- we're in the bunker. Well, not in the bunker. Actually, this is like Bunker Mark 3 because we move, move locations again. Um, so, uh, can we put the fucking phones away so we can get this done? Otherwise, people will just be looking Steve at phones. Just having, uh, getting a few extra lookers. Is he, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Lurkers. Lurkers on, on the Periscope. Yeah. Right, man, um, main story of the week is being Kata. We didn't really cover him on the Periscope. So, where are we with this deal, Sean? You reckon he is the greatest player in the world and he's on your list <laughs> well, of no, best don't players. I reckon, I know. You know he's the I best know. player in the world. The greatest number eight of all. Of all time. Of all. It's amazing how the numbers now position. Yeah. Have we is got, it really though? It looks like a 10. A 10 was a position. No, 10 and annoying. 10 and annoying. It stopped becoming a position when squad numbers came in. Before that, it was always position. You, you, you picked yourself up 1 to, one to 11. It is not working. It is, yeah. yeah. No, I'm... I really just hope we sign Keita so we can call him Deco Kante on next season. Deco Kante, yeah. That's what a fucking ratio. It is, isn't it? Mm. Because like he couldn't seem further away from a Kante toy player if he tried. I think it's just the most lazy comparison ever made that they're comparing yeah. him to Kante. Yeah. But that's because people don't know who, what he does or, or where he plays. Yeah, well, I didn't do that. And to be honest with you, I think anyone who says they've watched him is talking bollocks. But they've, he's heard, relative he's a- they've heard he's African and that he runs around a lot. And then yeah. they go, okay, he's like Kante then, is he? Boy, he looks you know fucking. I mean? He looks the business. He looks great on the ball. Mm. I don't know. I haven't seen fuck all of it. How much have you seen him? None. I've only seen. I'm, and I'll be you honest, just said he looks great on the ball. I've only seen him on YouTube. I'm fucking I've only that. seen him on YouTube, and I've been vocal saying that. So, but you said to me before the season ended, do you want the parades? 
Yeah. Oh, for Empoli. Seeing him from his Empoli days. I'm going to go. Empoli. Go, yeah. <laughs> if you can say Griezmann, I can say Empoli. Ask yeah. me bollocks, you. Griezmann. Cuisine de France. Watch it in Syria. Empoli. 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 Napoli. No, it's Napoli with the EM. Now, I seen Paredes playing against those pre season last season. Uh, and he mm. was fucking deadly he ran the show but he's fucked off the Zenit now so 20, 25 million or something the whole thing, the, this whole million window million. is mad because we've really only been linked with our top targets this doesn't seem to be any fallback does that no which is worrying it's yeah. like the old no uh, but that's like that's the way it should be no I'm not saying it's commendable that we're saying look mm. the, these are Klopp's top targets I want them at any cost am I going for them and it's, it looks like we are being relentless in pursuit, whereas Salah dragged out for a few weeks because we are trying to knock a few quid off or walked. If we, we don't know what's happening with Van Dijk. If we do have them as our top targets, it is a little bit strange that the club, in some way, didn't open negotiations with their parent clubs before beforehand. Now. Before yeah. now, even. You know what I mean? Like I know the tapping up goes on. I know all of that stuff, and that's all fine. You can contact their agent and everything like that. But it is if if we are saying that that's the way the club is going about things, mm. and they have set out their top targets, and they're the only ones that they have, they're you know blinkers on nearly. You know what I mean? There's yeah. tunnel vision towards those top targets. Why have they not opened negotiations? Yeah, I think but a day like a day in the life of a Twitter wanker. <laughs> goes on far longer than an important moment in man a in a club who's responsible for preparing these bits yeah. and talking about yeah we're going to do this let's communicate with the manager let's hold a couple of meetings like let's be patient like it is only July it's only yeah, the yeah, beginning no, of July back so the club so, have put a lot of work in already clearly like they've spoken to they've already tapped up okay, they, they've, tapped, really. they've tapped up all of these tar- <laughs> targets uh, so the only the only thing that's left to to do is the bidding part so if the club are now sure <laughs> the most important part not necessarily like you could you could bid whatever for and you could waste time with the bid accepted and then we'll start talking to the player's agent and there could be a couple of weeks or a month coming back with an answer. Now they know that Cater wants to come to Liverpool, um, Robertson wants to come to Liverpool, Van Dijk wants to come to Liverpool. They know all this now. So now it's time for the club to stump up with the cash. And if they don't, they're coming back to square one. They have to start tapping up other players or maybe they've already tapped them up. They have their second level players already tapped Second up level tapping so, to them. That, they have a special tapper upper. <laughs> yeah. The next, the next stage could be could be accelerated. Like if they decide that they're going to offer a stupid amount of money for Keita, they go out and they say, "Hell yeah, eighty million, no messing around, grant accepted." He's a Liverpool player. <laughs> I like tomorrow. the fact they hang up and went, "Hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah." Is that Re- Rebel Leipzig? <laughs> hell yeah, the lads. <laughs> is that right, boy? Right back left, Leipzig. <laughs> oh, actually, and then the same with Van Dijk. They ring up Southampton and say, "Hell yeah." <laughs> And they say, uh, oh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, this is, is Les uh, there, is he? This is um, Les in this morning, is he? This is Peter. Um, what's the story? You know, that apology that was sent out, we're only missing. Um, <laughs> See that? I wasn't even at the club at the yeah. time. I'm here to offer you a stupid amount of cash. Big dogs in town. To, to, um, to sell Van Dijk to us and then just accelerate and it happens. The players are only coming back to training. Like, there was only pictures of Van Dijk back you know, it, so he was on his holidays. There was no point. So it could all happen. It could all happen yeah. in the next month. 
But you'd have to people think, go on. I think the Van Dyke, like, the Van, it's going on for ages. Yeah, the Van Dyke deal. I'm not sure anyone knows though. At this point, to be honest with you, because <laughs> it's it's gone quiet. But we haven't been linked to any other centre backs. Hmm. Do you do you think that the money we're being reported to spend or or being prepared to spend on those two players? Do you think that has a, a positive impact in terms of player sales, in terms of what we demand for the players? You know, if you say, well, listen, we're looking to sell. Uh, we're looking to sell. Well, I think I think the market. As a whole, would would but see, have somebody a said that to me yesterday. You, but you can't it, say the market for uh, as a whole has gone nuts because it hasn't. Because you know, there's, there's the, an English market, there's an English market, and, and a European market. Yeah, but we're in the English market. Well, we Ma- choose to be now, and, and I want because whether, whether you are buying in from the, no, but Sean, hang on, you're still hang in on. The are you market. saying that we wouldn't have got paydays for twenty five million? No, I'm saying but no, we're not because we're a Premier League club. Hang on, Sean, hang on, and I want because I want to pull you up on this. Right, how much money did Everton spend on Sandro Ramirez? Five million, Phil. But he's not the finished product. Hang on a second. You just said this too, that, that all English clubs have to pay this price. Have Spurs signed the player yet? No. Do you think Spurs will be spending £70 million on a midfield player? No, but you know you paid... Hang on. My, my, my point is, Sean, that the teams that have gone out and spent big at the moment are teams who are trying to put a message out there that they are a big club. It doesn't necessarily make you a big club. AC Milan have gone out and spent a lot of money and we're saying that there's an English market and a European market. Maybe there's the lunatic English market, which, is the, which is the Manchester... No. Which is the Manchester Cities, the Manchester United, you know, the Liverpools, and the Arsenal spending fifty million. Phil, on Lacazette. we were always going to play a premium this summer, and whoever we bought, because there was leaks coming out left, right, and centre about how much we are going to spend. Even now at the fucking cater show, I don't know how it's starting again. It's Liverpool are, are willing to pay seventy million. Why say that? Do you know what I mean? Uh, but well, Liverpool that's, aren't saying. But no, but that's what I'm saying. But that's, that's this show, people, it's smoke. It's that's no people s- just deciding because they can't keep. They they they, they did the closer. Close yeah. thing with Salah for yeah. two and a half weeks. They have to come up with something different for for yeah. Kita. So now it's oh, this is what they're willing to pay, and, t- and now he's come out. I think and said what he wants I think what would help us now, kind of selling psycho is like Michael Keane's set to go into Everton there for thirty million. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So is psycho yeah. that much worse or better? Reckon Burnley will pay thirty million for psycho now. No, but I reckon I reckon <laughs> we're going to sell someone outside of the Premier League a boy psycho. I think hey, someone like that. But not for 20 million. You hope, you hope no, we're going to get about 20, 24 million. They might, well, they the might. They might, well, they, you know, like FSG seem to be adamant they get back the money they, they spent on a player, that they get a significant amount of money they they uh, they try and scrimp on, I think on it's boys. Just, so when they're selling, they take their time as well. But and I, they have been seen to get good money for players. Like the, the whole soccer thing, I'm, I'm sick of talking about the fucker, which is, I'd literally wish you'd just fuck off at this stage, right? But like, I think that the idea that you got 30 million quid is on the basis that you're able to sell them to somebody in the Premier League. I'd not, I think they know they're not going to get 30 million for them if they sell them outside the Premier League. You're probably looking at 20 million from. So that's why they're saying 40 million. In the Premier League. Yeah. yeah? That's Who would you prefer to get rid of this summer, Lucas or Sacco? Lucas. Hmm. Well, like, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm like I want players who can play and and, and do something. Now, if, if you put aside everything that went on and just go back to pure playing ability, right? Yeah. I would rather have. Sa- I would have rather had Sacco as a centre back option in our squad yeah, and Lucas as the centre back yeah, option yeah. in Hard our cannon. squad. And if we sign Van Dijk and by some miraculous miracle, Sacco and, and and Klopp made up, and you had Sacco, Van Dijk, Lovren, and Matip, you're eminently stronger than yeah. you were when yeah. you have Clavin, Lucas. Matip and Lovren, mm, right? Yeah, so just on pure playing ability, but he's got personality issues, clearly, right? He's yeah, got he's got yeah. discipline issues when it comes to the squad, and it's game up. So my, uh, that that's where my bit on this one goes. From, they're like yeah. I I don't think they're rushing him out the door in the off chance 
that they don't manage to secure a centre-back. They do have a £20 million centre-back there that's still owned by the club. and still. I, I, I don't think there's a way back from I think we will sign a centre-back. I don't think it's Van Dijk. I don't no, think we do. I'm I don't standing think, down myself. I don't, and I never thought we'd sign Van Dijk. I never, I never thought once... Well, you can't to, say that one. It was, whatever went on, it was practically a done deal. I told you, I, I, I'm on record in this podcast saying that we aren't going to sign him. Yeah, but you'd say that about everyone. You'd say that. You probably you said it. You told me. You told me Fredes. You told me Fredes wasn't signed. You said it about Suarez. No, you did say that, Phil. What? You did say there was not Fredes wasn't going. No, I said. I said. I said Fredes was waiting for Juventus, and obviously Juventus aren't coming in. Because they're signing chance. Saka will get sold for for twenty five million. Roma will probably buy him. I think he goes to Stoke or something like that. Roma could buy him. Of course you will. If they lose Rudiger and they lose Manolas, have you not seen the money that that Roma spent on the replacements? No, they've sp- they've they've sold now for fifty million in terms of the two players they've sold at this stage. Brought someone in for twelve, and they brought million. they brought in six players for fourteen million euro. Yeah, there's a big there's a big chop in terms of expenditure there. They've yeah. they've they've moneyballed properly in the in the sense of that's because they have Manchi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Manchi knows how to do. Manchi it. came in and three days later he fixed everything. Fixed everything. There's Salah there. He goes out the door. The, but the thing is, that's wrecking me <coughs> buying about Van Dijk, and I said it earlier with Dave. Like we literally haven't been linked to another centre half other than him. There was talk of a bid for Yaman yeah, Devrij, but I don't know. I just other than Van Dyke. But Kula Bali. That seems to be, that seems to be the only other option that, that that's being put out there. But that's just people throwing an option out rather than actually there being any. Well, that came from Joyce relevance. and all them. That's transfermarket.com. Mm. That Have you ever seen it? That no, that, but that was that was that was they were saying if Van Dijk doesn't come off the club, the alternates were Michael Keane and Kula yeah. Bali. Now yeah, Keane is gone. But Pearson, Alla and Joyce, they're all reputable, but their job is to is to sell stories. Oh, yeah. So. If there's no story, they have to go on to Transfer Market and look for an alternative <laughs> and make up a story. Because if you're going to play the percentages to get something half right or to be in the now, being a journalist, looking like you're doing your job, you're going to name a realistic alternative. So, fuck what they're saying. Like, I mean, I have to doesn't say. Mean, it doesn't mean that it's real. It doesn't mean that Klopp has told them. Mm. They're, just, they're just going off sniffs. I have to say now, I'm so looking forward to next week's pod when we don't have to talk about transfers for the whole fucking thing because the first pre-season friendly is coming up at the end of that week. Is it the end of that week? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can't mm. wait for that. Yeah, it feels yeah. like an eternity Yeah, like since, it. the, since all this started. Like, the, it was the match against the Australian team yeah. and Klopp went into press conference and says, you know, all the deals are done and some people interpreted that as... As being that they were done. On Monday, there's going to be an announcement... Yeah. Of several players and other people said, "What Solanke? That's it. That's all I fucking. Tried. <laughs> that's everyone. Yeah. Ah, three million quid or yeah. somewhere ever." And instead of instead of listening to the whole interview where he didn't actually say that he he said they'd made a decision on who they wanted to sign. Yeah, he never said So all business wasn't concluded. No. There was lots of business done, and it's, and he actually said we'd love to have all our players signed. But that's not realistic. It doesn't look like that. And all he was alluding to there was, we're going for big players, and big players take longer to sign. To reckon all that you can't sign like Everton have went and signed players like like a machine gun, boom, 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 because they're going for players that are running yeah, under the radar. Not but it's not even under the radar. radar. They're just, just 
there, there, there wasn't a, they were probably the most or very close to Top being level. the most mm. uh, attractive option for the players that they've signed yeah. you know like you can't knock Liverpool they went and they did their best to get Van Dijk who would have like six or seven options probably four or five maybe better than Liverpool for his, for his pocket and convinced him that he wants to come to Liverpool. They've convinced Keita that he wants to come to Liverpool, one of the biggest prospects in Europe. Keita. And uh, it, they've, so they've, they've put the groundwork in. It's a case now whether they stump up the cash. But I've no doubt in my mind that they are prepared to stump up the cash because otherwise why would they be wasting their time? It's not a PR exercise. This isn't Tim Falhatchie. It is. This is happening. The, like, FSG Arena. Now, like, that doesn't mean... They, if this was January, I wouldn't believe anything. This, is, uh, this doesn't mean any, that it's not going to happen. It's... Uh, sorry, this doesn't mean it's definitely going to happen because the FSG have a record. No, FSG are ringing the newspapers. Mistake. They've made mistakes. And they couldn't make another mistake again with with Kaya yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and and fuck that one up as well. But the print, the, the the positive part you is remember they're this. sending people out to convince these players, and they look like they're prepared to spend the premium because they don't go, they don't not check what it's going to cost them first. But, but it's, it's, not, it's not a product they're buying either. So you have to realize that there's a you know they want you want to go out and buy a fucking car, you want to go out and buy a house. It's always a house. It doesn't change its mind that it doesn't want to be a house anymore. You know what I mean? You go out, you spend whatever the asking price is, it's job done. You might get into a little bit of a bidding war, but that's it. What you have on the other side with any player and with any selling club is them just having the ability to say, no, actually. That's why I think the, the Keita and the Van Dijk deals are like, I can't see Southampton turning down 70 million every upper because to turn that down for a centre-half who hasn't played in six months, no, it'd be fucking yep, mad, ages. especially when nobody else is going to. Mm. And then the odd chance that he just turns back up at St Mary's, he says, "Don't fancy it, I want to leave." Down until yeah. whereas Kate, like we are talking about earlier, Leipzig could turn around and say, "Well, what do we have to do to make you happy?" Sell oh, me. No, but then he turn around and he say, "Well, look, you're guaranteed to be playing Champions League football here. We're not going to be offloading players to Bayern. We're not going to fund Bayern. We want to actually build here. We're going to build this team around you." Like you said, here's another fifty grand. And we'll bump your claws up by another 20 million. And if a team comes in next summer and you're not happy, go then. You've got your Champions League, fella. It's not like what, the, what Leicester like what, did with Maris. Look, if a team, being deadly honest, there's nothing we can't offer Kate that Leipzig can't at the moment. Apart from the fact that playing, from Liverpool, playing for Liverpool is like, and playing in the Premier League is obviously... It's a bigger deal. And, yeah. and probably what, what uh, Leipzig would have to do to keep him compared to... There's talks of anywhere between 130 and 150 grand sterling a week, which is, which is 180 grand. 140 euros. euro. What? 140 euro now. After <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> after um, no, but you know, that's huge. Well, I was stoned today. I was paying for something in sterling today. I couldn't get over going, that's... Deadly value. Eighty-seven at the minute, is it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Also, I was like, "That's." I was expecting to pay about a hundred euro. Right? Yeah, and I'm paying. It was eight euro twenty. Like it was seventy-two euro or something for something that was sixty-five sterling. I was like, "This is mm. deadly." Yeah. Deadly fair play to you, England, for leaving the. Yeah, we're going to be, have an absolute carnage when we go over to England from now on. Loads of money for us. Buy everything Ooh. online. Yep. We should just buy all the Braves players then. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed uh, how hard it is on some websites to buy in Sterling now? That just your location is just keep bumping you back to Euro. Yeah. <coughs> well, you can get around that. I know you can. Yeah. But they've, they're bang away to people doing what you're talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But the fact... send the Parson Motel. Yeah. yeah Parson Motel's great. Mm. This Parson Motel is great. 
Stick Parcel Motel, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> for all your parcels. This week's podcast is brought to you by Nightline. Sean, Great you if you're buying drugs off the dark web. <laughs> 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 Was it me? <laughs> That's, That's just wrong, animates yeah. recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, can I? Sean with a heap load of blueies off the web. One question for you, Sean, on on, on the transfers. Do you think that Klopp has actually been the one doing the tapping up or have they sent out baby Klopp? You know, his lookalike after Klopp. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's German as well, isn't he? Hello, yes, this is Jorgen Klopp here. You know, FaceTime. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The connection's a bit dodgy, but uh, I am Jorgen <laughs> Klopp. He has Klopp, to remind yeah. himself to do a big laugh every the, now and again. <laughs> what was the story at uh, Dortmund? Was, was it like Zork picked the players and Klopp was okay with them or did Klopp have an input as well? Do you have like, your man um, Kravierts, yeah? Yeah. Um, Buvac and himself, right? So Zork would be like, okay, so what are we looking at? And we're like, man, yeah, looking at for more or less what we have in, in Liverpool. So those lads would do their own recce's on the players that say Edwards, Edwards would come with four or five players and say, look. Edwards was at that Salah for a while, wasn't he? So yeah. that looks like all of him. So he's gone, so, no, I'd say he's gone to, you're, what are you looking for? He's saying, I want the wide forward, Pace, Pace, Gordon forward. Gold. Look, this is the fellow we wanted for donkeys, right? What do you think of him? Salah, yeah, they go and have a look saying, yeah, he is the type of player we want. Like, Work rates, right? The thing thing is with Kate, if Klopp was still at Dortmund, he's the type of player you can imagine Klopp buying for, yeah. for them. Like, so yeah. I think that is all him. Yeah, well, he would have got them before them. Yeah, yeah. Now, what Zark would have gone, so yeah. right, what's, the, what's the story? The, the bit that we seem to be missing is how do we how do we identify them when they're at Salzburg and not at Leipzig? Yeah. Where they're easier yeah. to get because they're not they're not at the, the, the peak of that He was at that, that Mane at Salzburg as well, wasn't he? Yeah, it? yeah. And that's when, that's when Dortmund were going in for for Mane they weren't waiting until mm. we went to Southampton and then cost 25 million yeah. they were going so if we can figure out a way that we can do that we'd be on to a winner but then again that might appease the fans because we'd be signing these relative yeah. unknowns for little or nothing and then but you'd you, have FSG out was piping up again saying why are we skimping on these fucking fears like, you, can't, you, reckon, you, can't, you reckon we actually like, can't win Last you reckon we're trying to get around to tapping up by using baby Klopp to sort of no it wasn't Klopp it was uh, yeah. Carmore he was just having a crack the, good thing, it, it, it's mad the way that whole pictures the of Klopp and a beat it. the whole two-handed thing was fairly Fucked out quick enough. Right, like I thought that was gonna drag on for a while. But was and it was it thrown out or was just like, yeah, that's it looks like it was brushed under the rug. Yeah, both teams were like, yeah, they apologise. So Tantum were like, they've humiliated themselves now. We, we don't have to show themselves. We just we don't want to do anything. Yeah, but they probably reckon we wouldn't go back in. But I think we will. I don't think we've gone like at this. I think we go back in. I think. I think it was pretty clear from James Pierce um, yesterday morning or whatever morning it was where he said. You know, it would take something monumental, i.e., the player saying that he's going to go on strike if he doesn't get a move to Liverpool. That's not totally out of the realm of fucking possibility. That's what Labyrinth done. But if you're ever, if you're ever talking about um, a journalist doing things for the club, that's Pierce. Mm. If he wants, if, if Liverpool want to cool it down, they're going to maybe say to Pierce that that's, that's dead. I thought it was Gas Aldrich. He should go on strike. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone go, man, like, shut yeah. your fucking mouth. Oh, the best bit, the best bit was, <laughs> the best bit was, oh, he's gone and erected again, John Aldridge's <laughs> there, the fella who's paid it's for a big fucking Van Dijk's going to walk yeah, in, the Les Ray, undone. He did his, uh, his Sunday World argument, argument? article, that he does all is. the time. And uh, nobody in the world, apart from Irish people, Irish people read that. Yeah. And then the Mirror did an exclusive and misquoted him and yeah. like yeah, took yeah. the, like, I didn't read the Sunday, but you can be sure sure you didn't say what he said in the mirror. I did, I, no, and I'm trying to remember exactly what I read the, the Sunday World because I saw Aldo saying about, yeah. actually, it was actually my column in the Sunday World. Yeah. And 
it was basically what he said was players hold all the power nowadays. And if he wants to go on strike, then he will. Yeah. And there's nothing the club can do about it. But then it went from that to being the mirror saying, although saying he but should go even on if, strike. But this, this is the thing. If Aldridge says, I think he should go on strike. Yeah. It's only He's his paid opinion. for a fucking opinion. Exactly. To it's turn all... around, to see the explosion on Twitter. Oh no, yeah. all the groundwork we put back you in. You fucking ruined <laughs> yeah, Peter yeah. Moore rings yeah. no. up last week. Les, uh, we're going to talk now. Do you know what? John Aldridge is out talking to you in the papers. Go and shove up your hole. <laughs> Peter Moore's like saying, What the fuck can I do about him yeah. saying that? Like, yeah. that's, yeah. As if Van Dyke's going to walk in and say, Les John Aldridge. Tell, tell your mate Aldo to keep his mouth Let's shut. Let's be honest, John Aldridge probably the least relevant fucking Liverpool personality out there. But he, no, he's relevant. But like, he's into When some fucking if, cunt if on Twitter Aldridge... said he saw him kicking a pigeon and he says, That's it. I'm getting on to me solicitor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally taking this fella's word seriously. That was amazing. Did you kick her? <laughs> You'll hear from my solicitor, mate. <laughs> I see John Arnold's down in the fucking black road, Rabona, Rabona kicking pigeons across the road. <laughs> <laughs> fucking mad. I didn't he touch was, your fucking was, pigeon. Yeah, he was kicked right there, wasn't he? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, stop. <laughs> but, but that's how mad. Twitter is yeah. there's people there who aren't going can't believe he's come out and said that he's ruined the chance of a Van Dijk yeah. deal yeah. you know what, half the people saying it on Twitter were the fucking <laughs> who broke the deal about Van Dijk yeah. which actually fucking ruined it yeah they, they, they genuinely did ruin yeah. it they, they actually <laughs> ruined yeah. it and they went oh Aldo yeah. what are you doing you dick yeah 10am a, 10 a. with like googly eyes yeah <laughs> <laughs> the next thing there's a big article in a, the Guardian at 10 or whatever 10pm oh, yeah. oh can we since it's <laughs> nice one, lads. I can't say anything, but keep your eyes yeah, yeah, out for yeah. a five fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag just yeah. saying. Hashtag not an in the know if you know what I mean. Muppets. Hashtag DVV. And then, like, and then like the fucking assholes are, have the cheek to say, "Wish the club would stop leaking." <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, now I'm, in a way, I'm kind of, I'm glad. Why do we leak all this? I'm glad that because actually it took for that whole fucking fanboy thing. At the time, I had an absolute meltdown. But since then, I've kind of taken myself away from it. And all I can do now is laugh at fucking ages who are still on, on giving this, this fucking large one about transfers. The better one, though, is that the people who believe every single... And it's like, uh, have you got an update for us? Yeah, any word on that, mate? Any word on that, there, mate? There. Have you any word? Yeah, hang on a second. I'll ring fucking Bilbo the Elf, a bringer of transfer news, you know and see what he has to say. I'd, I'd love was... a flying award documentary, and I'd like, because see the way the clubs are going now with all this shit of how they're announcing players. I'd love a flying award documentary from the start to the end of a big transfer like that happens. I'd love to see what's involved, because it's impossible to know, really. Happens, you think about it, it's like they, they must, them deals yeah. must take ages. Yeah. Them deals must take ages. They're spending to go 60 through. million pounds. Like, you would buy a fairly large company for that. And imagine all the shit that goes down. Small boat, though. Small boat. Small boat. Conor McGregor's boat was a lot more than that, wasn't it? The 188. That's a good one, isn't it? His boat's called the 188. Very good. We don't get that. He was on 188 a week, basically. Oh, the dollar. So he's saying, look, I'm doing all right now on the 188. And he's standing on a yacht out in fucking Dunleary Pier. Nicely done. That's how you roll. That's how you roll, isn't it? That's how you uh, roll. (laughs) (laughs) You're such a baller, Andy. (laughs) 
roll. That is how you a roll. I'm down. Then he drinks his cloudy lemon. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, I have to say that bottle looks like something that you'd fucking throw petrol bomb with. <laughs> it's I think that, that, that's, that's how we did. Did Purple Man send that down? To you? <laughs> <laughs> that's how we in here used to send us faxes. The Devlin special. <laughs> Ian here used to just say there's the check for 50 million I'm going to push that out into the ocean <laughs> see, see what we try it yeah. I, I mean we try it I, I warrant the money <laughs> that's not warrant the money Ian yeah. if, it's a big, if it's a big transfer you got the pigeon yeah, yeah. <laughs> sent a load of pigeons if you ever pigeon lands with the right transfer offer that's the player we saw do you ever see like, do you ever see people like putting up uh, such and such blah 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 in brackets James Pierce Oh, and yeah, people's yeah. heads are falling off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And James Pierce said nothing of the sort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight onto his Twitter, he said he hasn't tweeted in a day or two, and yeah. people's heads are falling off. Imagine he's his timeline. Oh, 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 there's yeah. no way he's being paid enough to yeah. listen to the show. He's he the head does. of committee. When you're when you've that many followers, do you get like some sort of filter? For your notifications, <laughs> you want to pay somebody to yeah, like, Twitter for you. He just went uh, watching the Lions here. Yeah, what about Kieran, you prick? <laughs> <laughs> Connor Murray, son. Yeah. Connor Murray, son. Yeah. Yeah. Where we were VVD, you fucking ruined it! <laughs> Why are you fucking grassed him up? <laughs> Why are you grassed yeah, him up? It's all your fault, Sacco's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> People genuinely say, blame him for Sacco being yeah, fucked yeah, out of the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his fault not that he the found f- out the not story. Sacco never had Somebody any... Was, Sacco didn't have yeah. disciplinary action at yeah, PSG and that's why we didn't uh, get him for a couple of I've seen a whole lot of fucking uh, views directed at him only the other day like that that like he made up the Sacco was, was gonna be like the clap of the pain as hole with Sacco <laughs> for fuck that's like <laughs> you're stupid <laughs> so what the clap turn around and say James Pierce said that yeah actually uh, clap yeah, yeah. that no, Sacco yeah. fella yeah, is a prick right. get the fuck yeah, you're, you're right James you're right claps yeah. in, claps yeah. in, yeah. in his office yeah. reading Twitter yeah. Jesus, James Pierce is onto something. Yeah, man. yeah that's actually, a good point. Last Tuesday, the prick was 10 minutes late. <laughs> yeah. Wednesday afternoon, he didn't even eat his lunch with that's <laughs> Where'd yeah. they go now that he grasped yeah, I the thought, I thought he just had a sore ankle. <laughs> that's his attitude. Where's your ankle? Fuck. Hello. Get him out. Hello, Lakeith. Get out. Get out. He's the only one that gets as well. Did the story it... break in Lakeith in the first instance that he was being sent home because it was night time in America when they put him back on a plane and sent him back to England. Yeah. Right? No, listen. That is a lie. He was only sent back for treatment. That's what I'm yeah. saying. No, that was the that was the one that came out. And then when James Pierce woke up the next morning, he said that there'd been disciplinary issues, and then it wasn't yeah. a sore ankle anymore. That's not the truth. Yeah. Yeah. James Pierce was away with the group, yeah. actually, right? and people traveling were, with the club. And like, pretty much, they were all sitting in some sort of a like restaurant, and he went outside, and he was like a fucking ball of shite, with the big head in him, and he videoed himself. So like, people were taking. Like their own imaginations, word for it, and ignoring the fellow who was there with them, what who was happen? sitting around as it was all developing and gave people the latest. And I'd say, and Andy, they were like, oh, no, 
It's like that fella in, It's like the fella in the group That you know is always talking shit And when he says that And you call him And when you shut the fuck up Talking shit But then when it suits you it happened for us for us Jimbo that suits in because if it doesn't it's all your fucking fault Andy you can guarantee he's there there's no Sacco knocking around right and he's turned around to the club and he's saying where is he and we've sent him home you know they actually call him Bad News Pierce now don't they yeah it was Bad News Barrett for ages because Bad News Barrett used to appear for the half ten updates and rubbish every half ten update right so it was like Emery Chan is signing tomorrow morning Barrett appear it's no interest in Emery Chan and then it was like yeah. then, then yeah. it's become now bad news page because Tony Barrett do, doesn't exist anymore. Basically, yeah, the club the club gave him a job. I think they just did him in, stuck him in the back of a boot somewhere, and just drove him off a cliff. No, he's like the head out of the Power Rangers now. <laughs> he just walk in and he's in Melwood. <laughs> just him there. and James Pierce. He's just, just a hub. They just have him directly plugged into a Twitter feed. Lads, on on on, on Oxlade Chamberlain, does anyone really care? Yeah, I actually do. do we? But I, I, Oh, he's a committee signing. Proves that's what. All over. Improves our squad. In my mind, he's a. Is he fucking... not just going to be fucking another Milner? He just ends up playing left yeah. back. No, no but yeah, that, but that's around. what I mean by a committee signing. In in my mind, that's someone that the the committee has said this is a great opportunity to get a young English, English talent, loads of uh, potential. His uh, contract is is uh, stalling. Let's let's jump on this one and fuck it if it doesn't work out. I just, I don't, I, I've said this before, and very few, if any people, were able to answer me. What does he bring to the squad that we don't already have? What does he have? What one thing that he brings to the squad that we don't already have? Where, where well, do you see him fitting in an 11? Well, well, my answer, well, my answer would, be, would be if he was coming off the bench, but I don't think that would sue him. But that's not good. That's, no, like, that's not what you bring to the squad. What do you bring to the squad? I bring to the squad that I can come off the bench. Well, if you're going to bring in. Bring on fucking Cockwoodport or whatever, who's 17. Benny yeah, Bond, who's got no experience. To, we, are you going to bring on Chamberlain? But my point is if you've got, right, if you've got. What age is Chamberlain? Yeah, 23. Um, you've huh? got Hendo. Chamberlain's 23. Yeah, he feels like he's been around for a second. Just for a second. He's injury right, problem. If, if we're talking about oh. Chamberlain playing in a midfield tree, which is what most people have been talking about in that midfield, you've got Henderson, Chan, Kieta, if he does sign. Uh, Wijnaldum Lalana, and Coutinho there's mm. six players so Fuck. he's seventh in that he's not better than any of them he's not better than any of them so he's yeah. seventh to get his game in midfield three so all of a sudden yeah. does he start coming in at right full you instead could of him Trent Alexander-Arnold yeah. you could why would you because you're talking about we were only talking to fucking Michael Beale last week and he's saying that he reckons Alexander-Arnold is the one that's best placed. Well, to, I do And as well. Klopp has said it. Klopp has said all these players have to take their next step. And he was talking about how Woodburn and those who are hopefully going to take another step on. But uh, uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold is a step ahead of all of them again. Well, I'd agree. You yeah. know? So that's their manager talking about it. So what I'm saying... Delighted that you agree with where manager. Does, where, does, where does Oxlade-Chamberlain come in the front three? Oh, he, he provides cover for Mane and Salah. Well, does he? He might be fast, but he's yeah. fucking brain So there was even games mm-hmm. last year where I think some of us were calling for Trent to get a start. You know what I mean? Yeah, when but what I'm, what I'm saying is, is well, going back to Oxley Chamberlain, he doesn't provide cover for Salah or for Mane. What we should be doing is spending £25 million, if we do want that sort of player, on somebody who's actually similar to them because he has no fucking end product. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't bring yeah, he has got 18 yeah. assists and it's 9 be, goals in the Premiership. Adding a body for the sake of it. He doesn't really bring anything different to the team than we well, already have. And people are jizzing themselves for him. Hang on, all I'm going to say, does Oxlade-Chamberlain, though, fit 
in a in that utility type yeah. player. So it does. if if you lose Mane to an injury, you don't have to change. You can play him in that position because yeah. he's fast, right? Yeah. And he's physical. If you have, if you want to play, say Salah or whatever, you've got that option there. If yeah. you want to put somebody in midfield instead of Lallana or something, or, or you have that injury crisis like we had over Christmas done, you can put him there. And arguably, he'd probably make a great fullback, left fullback for Klopp in that system because he's going to get on and he's better. He, he's better on the left-hand side than, than Milner, say, will be naturally yeah. in, in an attacking place. When you're playing those home matches, where we're just going to be yeah. on the attack all yeah. the time. So that's, that's the only place I see, like, I see him as a committee sign, identified someone who's a utility player. We get him for £25 million, uh, which is relatively on the cheap because of his contract situation. But that's he can play. He it, can play all over the place. It's cheap because of his contract situation. He's got a year left, and we're going to spend twenty five million on a fucking fella that no one can pick a place for him in the starting eleven. Go. Like no one can pick a place for him in the starting Go. eleven. They can't. Phil just one. picked. Phil just picked. What like, left back? What, yeah, you think picked, he's signing to be a fucking left back? No. Phil's on fucking smack. No. <laughs> he, it, if, if a fucking utility player is valuable. Yeah, but if, you're if, talking about getting him. If at Chamberlain good, is happy enough, what I'm saying that. is you're talking about getting him at good value at 25 million for a fella that has no discernible outstanding trait. He's yeah. got a lot of good traits. He's got a big bag. I don't, <coughs> the, I don't take the, that away from him. I don't, I don't take away from the fact that there's raw talent there, and big. hopefully Klopp can see something in him that he can actually develop. And I'm wrong. What I about for I'm him? Wrong. What about for him as a player? Does him moving from Arsenal to Liverpool move his career on? Because he's basically got, no. That's what I'm saying. Well, he's basically, got, he's got to be the same. Player. He's got to be the same player at Liverpool that he is. Like Arsenal. Monkey well, friend, so, friend of the pod earlier on, Niche Fair said, I made a very good point. You watched the film, yeah, yeah. At the World Cup year, it makes a lot of sense for him because he can surround himself in a lot of the England players that will be involved next year. He can be under Klopp, develop more, get a bit of exposure in the Champions League that he won't have with Arsenal next year. So for a World Cup year, for him and his international career, it might make a bit of sense. Can I throw, can I throw a lottery show at you? Instead of Chamberlain, re-sign Raheem Sterling. No. Do you know who I would sign? No, I think signing, I don't think they're going to sell him. And I don't think you're going to be able to buy him at the same sort of money. But if 35 million bought Sterling back, I would happily have Sterling back ahead of Chamberlain. Do you know who I'd rather than Chamberlain? Yeah, I'm going to get Sterling can score because a lot of goals and he's, he's quick. And not just, and, not know, just he's that, I don't see how Sterling gets into that city side. Well, I'm going to take a bit of stick the players players. I'd not, take the Marty Gray than I, quicker than I would take Chamberlain. Who? The Marty Gray of who? Leicester. Macy Gray. Gray of Leicester. I'm telling you he's a good fucking Julian player. Gray. The, the fucking young fellow, the winger Gray. of Leicester. Christian Gray. Uh, I think he's a good even England 21s uh, he was playing and everyone was like why isn't this fella playing more football no, at club level he I looked miles ahead of I all of them I don't see the point in signing the Marty Gray when we've already got Ojo there Ojo's not getting a game for the England 20s yeah but he's still better he than can't be that Gray. good the Marty Gray is just another one of these fellas that you'll never hear of again in like Scott Sinclair in three years time would it make sense for Sterling Scott Sinclair would just it, won the, Premier, the champion would it make sense for Sterling to come back to Liverpool because with Salah and Mane there, he's not going to start every game but I still think he gets. I think he gets the game I time that Chamberlain enough games. Uh, see, I think he gets enough. I think yeah, Sterling but then again, Sterling is Sterling is probably better at one thing than Chamberlain, but he's not as versatile. Well, do well, we need versatility? Sterling but is played, Klopp loves versatility. Sterling has played played wing back and he's yeah. played full back. You as could well. play Sterling right back. Yeah, quite easily. Yeah. I wouldn't, but you could. No, no well, but you could, but he, if you want to go for it, when he did jump in there for uh, Rogers the odd time, they both he had the same agent as well. He was I actually, very good. I I when I look back now, I don't feel as bitter towards Sterling leaving because I think we fucked that situation 
I think those he should have been offered a he should have been offered a contract probably earlier. a year we tried before to play he was. Johnny Big Balls with him yeah. and it backfired and that shit happens we well, got a great fee for him he mm. went on but I would happily see Sterling uh, Mane and Salah as the three for the two wide positions and they're mm. all going to play 40 games a season yeah. Or, yeah, or near enough to it. I think I, I genuinely think that you, we'd be in a much better position than Simon Chamberlain because, as well as that, I think Sterling is less injury prone than Chamberlain is. Chamberlain has a worse but injury. I know, and, I know, and, I know and, and Sterling's they, only fifteen. Or they something. bought Bernardo Silva, but fucking City looked lethal towards the end of last season when they had uh, Sane, Jesus, and. Sterling in the team. Sterling they were ripping teams apart. Sterling's not going to need that time because you're going to have Aguero, you're going to have Gabriel Jesus, you're going to have Bernardo Silva and you're going to have Sane and they're all going to start ahead of him. But he wants to mm. win every competition next year. Who? Pip. He's not going to though. But he'd want it. Where no, but he's not going to. Oh no, but he, he, that's their ambition. You're, you're, saying, you're saying that if that's he's, his ambition then he needs to score. If, that, yeah. if, Sterling, if Sterling wants to play in the World Cup Sterling and play in the England team, games next season. play in the England team, he doesn't want to spend a season playing mm. FA Cup games and League Cup games. He want, he'll want to play in the Champions League and he wants to play in the League and I he'll think, do that I think with we underestimate, you're talking about Bernardo Silva. Is he any better than Sterling? Yeah. <laughs> Is he though? Like what, what makes him better than Sterling? One good season. Sean watched him twice, though. No, but Sterling's been... <laughs> three times. Be three times. Seen him on YouTube. Sterling's three been, times. Sterling's been playing <laughs> I'll be honest when level. I see players on YouTube. Yeah, but Sterling's been doing it at the top level since 13-14. Right? That's, that's three four. He's going into his fourth season. Talk about Bernardo Silva. He's, still, Bernardo, no, he's still no better in front of goal than when he left us a little back. It took Sané six months to get into that side. He was only getting dribbles here and there mm. until fucking January time. Maybe February before Sané actually he's already started to kick on. Right. Um, was there anything else we wanted to talk about? I don't think there was. A um, couple of questions that came in from the listeners there. Yeah. Uh, actually, one from Facebook. Just yeah. for anyone yeah. out there that's listening to the, face, to, to, the, to the podcast, join us on the Facebook. Uh, Facebook. J- Jamie runs the Facebook. He Facebook. does, does very yeah. well. And he does it very well. And Jamie's the type of lad now who'll interact with you and stuff. Not like Andy, say, where you just interact, you just take the piss and you be sending us WhatsApp messages, <laughs> laughing at all the shit that you tell him. Right? <laughs> Whereas Jamie's genuine. Right, so yeah. um, ja- Jamie actually is. means it. Jamie, Jamie cares. Jamie's too nice for the Jamie's for customer. Us. <laughs> yeah. Customer yeah, yeah, yeah. care. Jamie yeah. is customer care. He's, he's, the, he's, the, he's the friendly face of the day trip. You kind of have the angel and the devil, and yeah. Jamie's definitely facing towards the angel side. Yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's just a good bloke who sees positivity yeah. and light and wants everything that's good for the club to happen. Yeah. And I wouldn't mind like. If there's you, darkness if you read, like, oh, he has, a, yeah. There's a dark side to him. If you read, yeah, but if you read some of the opinions of Jamie on Twitter, um, you would think that he's the bastard of the pod. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like some people think he came in, he ruined it. That, yeah. You know, fucker, and you know. I think you did. It's quite that, harsh. It's quite harsh. Well, see, Andy, me? Andy yeah. broke up the original crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Me, Trev, James Owens, and Paul Brennan. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> the four lads that started the the pod. What? Paul, Paul Brennan. Paul Brennan. James Owens. Where did Paul Brennan Trevin get involved? James Owens. <laughs> James Owens. Yeah, they were the four originals. No, they weren't. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Then you, <laughs> then, then you and me came in later I on it. and ruined it. No, I, I was... That, oh, was that happened, didn't it? Yeah. That's, that's what was out there. That's was the it? Story, yeah. yeah. That's, that's, the the that's, that's a story. That's a story. You know, you know the way there's a creationist version of what happens in, in for the like, world. The trippers used to be brilliant and certain people came on at it were there and everything. And then... 
like uh, we were doing really well and everybody loved us and then Steve and Andy then me it. and Andy showed up alright uh, and ruined it and ruined it Start yeah well I'll have you know I was around that Rice Krispie box the first night <laughs> <laughs> with, with Trev's brother's little fucking yeah, uh, yeah. Dick the phone Dick the yeah, phone yeah 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 look at this gadget guys like you know we're all crowded around the cereal box sets. yeah with James Owens and Paul Brennan <laughs> 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 anyway, oh, no. anyway, right. Hunter Peak asks this is from Facebook. From Facebook, lads. What are they putting into that dog field? <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't ask that question. Uh, he wants to know. I'd like to know what y'all said to Michael Beale off air that made him get up and leave Sao Paulo. Steve, there has been this theme going on yeah, has, across yeah, social yeah. media that you you interviewed Michael Beale and within 24 hours he'd packed in Sao Paulo. S- to come Steve, back. I was that Aaron Ramsey of fucking interviewers, <laughs> yeah. didn't he? You just fall off a cliff after he talks to you. <laughs> and you enjoy yourself there Mike well it's a bit tough now that the family he spoke yeah. about the troubles and struggles and obviously he wasn't going to come out the and troubles say, what was he doing talking about the Nord <laughs> <laughs> celebrating the 12th yeah. <laughs> um, no he was talking about how it was tough over there and without the family and whatever else and he was never going to come on air and say yeah this is boys I'm jacking it in two days time so uh, maybe we should do something different but fair play to him I think the giveaway though was the fact that we rang a house number in England (laughs) 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 he's on his holiday he rang his ma sorry is is Mick there please (laughs) 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 he's just having his dinner (laughs) (laughs) should we not be reading a Brazilian number Uh, no 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 you get me an English number landline to be fair to him he was absolutely top Notch, and, Ma, make peach noises. So Stephen Eamon and Stephen Eamon also asked a question on Facebook saying going to a pub something about will we talk about Oxlade Chamberlain which we did Yeah we did talk about the Is that it? He asked the question he said um, he's leaving Ar- he, we, we sort of did cover this he said he's leaving Arsenal <laughs> to get first team football as centre midfield wants to join a club with three quality CMs already who are chasing a fourth in Kieta. Um will he not become another Milner sub rotated played out position and Stephen Eamon said he still wants him you know so it is a fair question it's what I was saying in, in my mind he's our seventh choice centre midfielder He's he, he doesn't get in ahead of the others you know he's definitely behind Lallana and Coutinho for that more further advanced role and he would have to be behind Henderson, mm. Chan, Kieta for Kieta. And, and, and Wijnaldum for, for those two sort of box-to-box um, spots. So, Stephen, I think, I think everybody would take him, including me. Like, I, I don't care if we buy him. I, there's plenty of good qualities about him. My question is just, does he improve us enough to justify buying him compared to what else was out there and I just used on Twitter the other day I just used Paredes as a as an example of what people always say oh yeah but could you get that person well there's a very good central midfielder that could have been bought for a very small price and, and added something to our team I think he's he's probably a little bit more combative than, than some and of you'd have to players. think we're about a proposition in Zenith yeah, of course you would yeah yeah absolutely but anyway that's uh, did we get a few on uh I don't know if we shouted out quick. I, I, I did a very quick one because there's been so oh, much sorry, going I, I, I actually give me one second I, I liked a couple on Twitter so we, did can, you? we can pull them in um, oh yeah and, uh, um, 
No, I think that's There's one there from uh, We Come Not to Play. And it says, Why always me? Just one last one in from our own Ray. Um, Andy, he wants to know, based on your uh, stint on the podcast in Cows today, uh, who's the common trippers? Is that from Ray? Yeah. <laughs> Does that even need answer? Awkward. Ox. Yeah. I know I am. So you can say me. I don't give a bollocks. No, no, not you, Ray. <laughs> right. So that was the podcast. Big thanks again to Sean, Stephen, Andy, and Stephen. <laughs> yes, I was here twice. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Stephen, Andy and Stephen for, and myself for coming in tonight Jeez, I'm wrecked at this stage uh, big shout out as ever to the Astro lads for letting us do this up here in, in our many different areas of the bunker that we now have um, as ever come down here Dell will give you a discount he said he's giving away a 50% discount off 5 and 7 aside football this week so uh, yeah but you have to play before 11 o'clock in the morning oh yeah congrats as well to that he's on paternity leave isn't he yeah. Ah, fair play. Yeah. Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. A boy. A little boy. What? What? Did, what did he call him? Lucas. Uh, Lucas. Matthew. 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 Yeah. Matthew. Nice. Yeah, it was very holy. So right. it was after Matthew, holy Bible. Right. <laughs> one, of the, one of the disciples. One of the disciples. One of the, yeah. yeah. Strong name. I know. I have a son called Matthew as well. Oh, you do, yeah. I do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All the Matthews, yeah. How would you be holy yourself? Me. I am, yeah. I am. I go to mass every second week. Yep. I go to different churches. I got. I'll turn your microphone off. I believe in God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, after that was big. Congrats to Dell there and, and being ruined by Stephen this is as ever. Outro, isn't it? This is the outro. Yeah. <laughs> you know See you nice? next week, boys. Nice? Is my microphone off? No. Hang on. I'll turn you back on. Oh, go on, Andy. Like I'm not holy, but when someone says to you, "I'm going to pray for you." Or God bless you, lad. It's nice, isn't it? When someone says no, that to I you. I just say to them, don't bother. <laughs> my mum says that all the time. Depends on the context. And I always yeah. say to her, like, don't be wasting your time praying for me. Just pray for <coughs> someone else who believes in it. You know, and she always still prays for me anyway. But I don't know. It depends on the context, Andy. If I'm lying in the hospital bed and my head is half severed off, then obviously Again, praying yeah. for me is like, I don't really care. I just want them to fix me. Yeah, you'd be fucking yeah. pray to the spaghetti, spaghetti monster. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whereas if you're saying it in a, in a general way that they want good, good fortune to happen to you, it is. It's, it's somebody trying to wish you good luck. It's yeah. different than them saying, I hope that goes well for you. Like it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, a big thanks to... Who, was, who sponsored us again tonight? The Church of Ireland. <laughs> 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 a big Father, shout out Father to the... Ronnie Oaks, all of us. Big, big thanks to the Church of Ireland. So get yourself sp- down to the Church of Crumlin. There's loads of churches and they have loads of churches across the country. Parcel Motel, they're sponsoring. Parcel Motel as well. They're sponsoring us. <laughs> just let the day trippers. Yeah, just let the day trippers <laughs> to the yeah, pastor, and, yeah. and he'll let you in order. So uh, that's it. So uh, from Sean, from Stephen, from Andy, and from myself, <laughs> good night and God bless. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Funny sound. It's probably the whole way to the pod, and it's fucked again. No, no, no. This is this is after coming in. Probably start a demo. I think it's Sean's way. Right. Hi, Mike. I don't keep hitting it.
that's the broken one. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. So smack it. It's not helping. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.